0: In a world, where people try to do stuff they don't know how to do. One man, okay, two men, are standing by with the best advice on Earth. How? Well, most of the time. Welcome to the all-around home improvement hour. Now here's Charles Thayer and the man they call the Polish powerhouse.
1: Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. This is the all-around home improvement hour. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live right here on Twin Cities News Talk AM eleven thirty, where every Saturday from noon to one, we bring you everything home improvement related on the radio. All
2: around, we get it done and we do it
1: right. Uh, Cha, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Charles Thayer, the Home Improvement Slayer. And I'm not sure whether that means I'm doing good home improvements or slaying them. If I'm, I'm just not 100% on that yet. A little bit of both? It's still sinking in. It's, about, it's been about a year for that, that nickname. And that right there, that voice that you just heard, is the one and only, the very Polish... Polish powerhouse.
3: You like that? Brian likes it. Yes. You don't need to know what they're saying to feel the beat, you know, and feel the rhythm of the song. I feel like this song is building up, and then it just goes crazy. Stan can probably tell me
1: if I'm wrong about that. But well, I, it's better
3: I than polka, slightly, slightly better. You know, that's a matter of preference and what you like.
1: Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. This is again the all around home improvement hour. Every Saturday we talk all things home improvement related and actually today we are live. Most of the time we're live, sometimes we're not, but you could that means you can call in and ask any home improvement uh, related question you have, maybe share an experience that that you've had with a project, some things people should know, do's, don'ts, whatever it is, we're we're open, we're live, we're interactive. And we want your calls. 800-854-1978. Again, 800-854-1978. We have a great panel on the show today. Four experts. Well, three and a half, I guess I should say, um, if I'm putting myself in that that pool. Two and three quarter. Something like that. Uh, We have joining us. Ryan O'Neill with the Minnesota Real Estate Team, our good friend and mentor and leader of the most successful real estate team in the entire universe. <laughs> welcome welcome to the show, Ryan. The Charles,
4: nice to see you. Nice to see you. Uh, always a pleasure. Nick, yeah. so fun. I'm excited about our other guest, especially, too.
1: You yes, be. and that, uh, my friends, is Bill Geschwind, our attorney and uh, friend and somebody that we, we work with a lot, Bill Geschwind with Minnesota Construction Law Services. Bill, welcome back, man. It's been a while.
2: Gentlemen, it's been a while. It's great to be back. Great to see your, uh, your, your beautiful beaks. I had to catch myself there. Your beautiful beaks here. I'm blushing. Um, <laughs>
1: it's,
2: it's, it's also great to look around the table and know that we all dressed for radio today. Which yes. is true.
1: Totally did dress for radio. Except for Ryan.
2: He always
3: looks nice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> dress for radio, Charles. So, uh, Bill, I mean, it's it's been a while. We've had, uh, um, I, don't know if you, I don't know, it's been four or five months since we've had you on. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, butterflies at all to be back in, you know, the home improvement uh, home of radio here?
2: No, I actually, I got here early last night. I've been camped out waiting for this opportunity, <laughs> Charles. It's the highlight of my month. Cool, that,
1: calm, and collective. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, folks, um, again, <laughs> all around home improvement hour. So we want to talk all things home improvement related but we also need you to know who we are maybe you haven't caught the show before uh maybe you're just tuning in for the first time and you're wondering why what who are these guys who are you know they sound funny well We're not professional radio personalities, believe it or not. We actually run a business called All Around. We're a general contracting team, and our focus is exterior remodeling and repairs. We're located right out of Golden Valley, and we'd love to help you out with anything exterior home improvement related that you have or need. Um, We have a wonderful staff and a team, been in business over 10 years, and we like to think that we are top in class when it comes to performing services. So uh, feel free to reach out. And even if you have a project that's not exterior, it's not roofing, siding, windows, decks, doors, maybe it's landscaping, maybe it's interior remodeling. We know so many, we've been doing this a very long time and we've worked with a lot of other contractors out there that can help you and provide those services. If you get a chance, check us out, allaround.com, very simple allaround.com, and on there you can click on a tab that says Our Trusted Affiliates, and that, there you will see the other businesses that we work with day in and day out to perform the services that, that we perform and to also direct you to other trades, other people related to this industry that can give you the help we need. Um, A couple of those trusted affiliates, again, are are on the show today, and they are live. And so this is a good opportunity to actually call in. Maybe you want to know what you should or shouldn't do before selling your home in terms of home improvement. Maybe you'd like to know um, what you should or shouldn't be looking for in a contract before engaging a a contractor. Uh, Bill Geschwin, who is uh, here in studio with us, He's our attorney. I mean, he helps us make sure that our contracts are compliant, that we're doing what we're supposed to do as a contractor, but also gives helpful information and tips to homeowners um, so they don't end up in some of these nightmare situations that we see far too often in our industry. Nick, today's show is mostly about warranties. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, warranties, right? What did I do wrong? Right, that that comfortable blanket that you get yes. when you buy something from a contractor and have them install it, and they usually use it as a part of their sales approach or something to add value to what it is yep. that they're they're offering. And I so, keep all my warranties under my mattress. I have a special... Spot. sleep good knowing that. <laughs> I have a special spot for my warranties, but it's in the garage. Uh, you, anything I buy, I usually... Take whether it's a refrigerator or a lawnmower. Or whatever.
4: Speaking of mattresses, have you seen all those
1: billboards up about mattresses
4: around the Twin Cities? Have, have there been more than normal? The, it says like mattress stores are greedy. Have you oh, seen I've those? Seen really? Not really? to yeah, go it would... off topic. Oh, like a I like of initials on in the phone number. Yeah, I actually haven't pulled up the website to see what it is, but it's just these big black billboards that say mattress stores are greedy. I think I that they probably
1: want to direct you to their mattress that isn't greedy. Probably, um, that, good thinking. Yeah, you know, it's less it's, is more, right? They they give you just enough to spark your interest, and you're
3: like, well, now I have to go online and check out what what this is all about. Yeah, because well, all t- they say is just that that statement, and that's it. That's
2: it. That's it. That's, it. that's literally it. With yeah. a website, it explains the people that I look then next to me driving down the freeway who suddenly go to their phone and start texting, (laughs) trying to find what that's all about. And you're
1: looking at their phone trying to figure out what they're doing while you're driving. That's right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, well, speaking of mattresses, my wife and I have had terrible luck with the last couple mattresses we've bought. First was the Tempur-Pedic, too damn hot. Now, I know they have newer versions of it that breathe better, okay? Uh, well, you brought it up, so I got to keep it. Let's all go right. with it. Then we bought.
3: Um, you said all things home improvement, mattresses inside
1: your house. Yeah, so. then, true. Then we bought the Puffy, right? Which What's is, that? It's a new foam composite. Is foam. that the one that comes in a small box and then it well, like opens up into a king like twi- size mattress? There's 20 of those that do okay. that now. They're, I mean, you can I've seen that before. The Puffy and the this. Is that, that what it's literally called, is the Puffy? Yeah. Well, if what we did is we went online and we searched. Best rated mattress, right? And this was number. This was number one. Okay, and it's the foam, and it is comfortable. I like it, but it's still too damn hot. And so, I guess there's ones now with uh, air conditioning in them, and and you know, select comfort. And Sounds meet- like my kind of mattress. I know. I <laughs> built-in I know you, in fans. I mean, it just you know, who wants water circulating? <laughs> <there>. Wants <laughs> to turn back and forth.
3: Why don't you just go to the
1: waterbed? Bring the waterbed oh, back. Oh, the waterbed! You know what's funny is the kids don't even know what that is. They don't oh, even do I had one for a period oh. of time. We we uh we bought one of those above ground pools just to set up for the summer, and it has a cover on it. And my daughter was like, "Feel this cover! It's making waves! It's so cool!" I'm like, "That's just like a waterbed." She's like, "Huh? What is a waterbed? <laughs> Let me Google it." <laughs> yeah, waterbed. Yeah. Anyhow, but um, well, speaking mattresses and and warranties, that uh that last mattress we bought were well outside of the ninety day warranty or the satisfaction period we're uh, totally not satisfied and so now we have to try to sell our used mattress on craigslist i wonder who's who's interested in that and tough that's tough <laughs> yeah just kidding we'll probably just uh, dispose of it properly <laughs> uh, but no we all want to feel reassured that if something happens to this nice expensive new thing that we just bought or service we just bought that things are going to be taken care of uh completely and unfortunately, what we don't realize is that most warranties have limitations, exclusions, and provisions on them, and they were usually put together by somebody very smart and evil, like Bill Gishwin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would agree with ooh. the smart yes. part. Well, he's a lawyer, so I mean, you, uh, there's, there's got to be some sort of uh, you know vindictiveness, or that's probably not even a word, right, Bill? Anyhow, no, he he's, he knows how to protect his client. And so that's what they do. They hire very smart people to put together language uh, that's usually in smaller print that just excludes certain things or circumstances. So what we wanted to elaborate on today is some of the useful things, uh, the tips that we have for understanding when there's value to a warranty and when there's less value to a warranty. And uh, if you've had a situation where you've ran into a warranty claim out there in this industry um, with home improvements, and it wasn't everything you thought it was going to be, and that blanket wasn't as warm and protective as you thought it was going to be. Right. Please call the show, 800-854-1978. 800-854-1978, We're up against a break. We'll be right back right after this. hey everybody welcome back this is the all-around home improvement hour 800-854-1978 854 1978 great day to call in we have ryan o'neill with the minnesota real estate team and bill Geschwind with minnesota construction law services so have you had a nightmare situation out there with a contractor do you have a story to tell call us tell us um, we can give you some advice I don't know if we can technically call it legal advice or not. That would be a question for Bill. But we can we can certainly... <laughs> Who better uh, to answer? Yeah, we can tell you what our experience has been. Um, we have a, a great person for that in studio. So on the show topic, before the break, we're talking about warranties. So Bill, help us out a little bit, right? 50-year limited lifetime warranty. I mean, Ooh. without diving into exact specifics, why is that not necessarily... Always what you think it is.
2: Well, I think, Charles, as you touched on a little bit earlier, um, you, you can write up the warranty to a great extent to say anything you wanted to. Uh, the one thing I would say, though, that's probably uh, important for people to understand is that in Minnesota, all residential contractors are required to be licensed, and all licensed contractors are required to provide the warranty at a minimum that the state of Minnesota requires, mm-hmm. and they are required at the time that they provide a contract contract to give the homeowner a copy of that statute and that warranty that they have. So okay. um, all, all homeowners are protected, presuming that they hire a licensed contractor, very important, right. um, are protected by, the, uh, by that warranty.
1: Now, uh, but, th- but that warranty can be a pretty short term, or is, I mean, one, two, ten years, everybody hears?
2: It's, it's a, is that it, a rhyme? It, no, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> the, uh, the, the warranty in Minnesota is a little bit complicated. Um, there's a part of the warranty that addresses the workmanship of the contractor. There's a part of the warranty that, that talks about the workmanship of of mechanical contractors like electricians and plumbers. Mm-hmm. And then there's a part of the warranty that talks about generally the, the building being built according to structural, structural defects, we call them um that where the, where the building was not built according to building standards so there's component parts um, minnesota's is roughly a 10-year warranty depending on how you look at it And there's mm-hmm. some details in there but it's roughly a 10-year warranty right
1: and and i think that's important to know i mean what about the piece too we've talked about this before um if a problem's created on day one but not not a, not discovered until three, four, five three four five years down the road um, that contractor could still be liable for that mistake that was caused on installation is that correct
2: it's entirely possible mm-hmm. that that if um a workmanship defect occurred during the f- the first year following the construction typically it's gonna the workmanship defect is going to happen when it 's built as sure. you say charles um many uh court cases in Minnesota have held that um if the discovery of the of the defect didn't happen until um up to maybe ten years later that that workmanship defect uh, and the warranty for the workmanship defect might still apply.
1: So let's talk about manufacturer's warranties for a second, because I think a lot of people, when they're out there shopping at the home improvement stores, they read the labels and they see the manufacturer's warranty, and and they think that 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 might cover them for... Everything involved in the project from what the, what the contractor did, the labor, to all the permits, to the, all the different materials, not just that particular material, sure. but all the accessories, and, and it really couldn't be further from the truth.
2: Well, it's a, it's a great uh, point to bring up, and it's important to make a distinction between the warranty that comes with the products that are installed on the project and the warranty that the contractor has to provide the homeowner on the job. So the, the Minnesota statutory warranty is a warranty that contractors provide on their workmanship, and that warranty specifically says that it does not cover the manufactured items, the warranty that goes with the items that are installed. That warranty is whatever the manufacturer provides, and that warranty passes to the homeowner, and they have the benefit of that warranty. And, yes, I've, I've run into situations, I've talked to clients, where um, the, the, uh, the cost of the labor to put in the new manufacturer's item that failed is a significant cost, and that's not part of the warranty that is, uh, assuming that the the item was installed correctly in the beginning. Yep. If the, if you know, let's say you're putting in a window. Yep. If the window was installed perfectly, mm-hmm. but the window unit itself failed, mm-hmm. um, the manufacturer's warranty may well replace the window unit, mm-hmm. but the contractor is not under an obligation under the warranty to replace that window for free. So the homeowner might well have to pay for the labor to install it. Yeah. And, but they'll get their window for free.
1: So the takeaway here Nick I think really is when you're sitting down consulting with your contractor getting ready to make a deal yep. you know, and and sign on for a project asking the right questions about what so what happens if what happens when right. this and what's the process after that.
3: Well an exa- example of, uh, for a lot of shingle manufacturers uh, what they used to be a 30 year architectural shingle mm-hmm. right that switched about Six years ago, I want to say, I'm guessing. It was right around that time where a lot of them started going to the 50-year limited lifetime warranty. And the one thing to know about that is a lot of those have a a period, maybe 10, 15 years, where it's non-prorated. And then it's prorated from the 11th or the 16th year all the way to, you know, the lifetime of it. And That only covers the shingles. Nothing else on the roof. So that's, you know, although that can be a good chunk of the cost... Uh, if you were in year twenty-five and had something that failed, remember you're getting a fraction of the cost that it takes to actually get that fixed or replaced.
1: Right, uh, nothing like a big pallet full of shingles sitting in your driveway, and you're looking at them, wondering how they're going to end up right on your roof. telekinesis. Right. right, you're yeah. just going to visualize, and they're going to lift up and, and somehow very heavy. At be 70, applied at seventy-five pounds a piece. You'd have to have um, some very good, you know, force, supernatural force to be able to do that. Um, no, that and that's a great example. Uh, I think that's a great place to, to go is the roof warranties. So not only do they, a lot of times, these limited lifetime warranties only cover the shingles or what's in that brand's name. You're talking fasteners, nails, underlayments. Mm-hmm. You're talking permits.
3: Accessories, all the valley metal, the vents. Dumpsters.
1: You know. So 80% of the cost possibly, 70% of the cost possibly of the the entire project um is you may end up having to pay for when you thought you had right. this ironclad 50-year all all promises given
3: warranty. It's know? one of the reasons why we sell a lot of systems. We like to have similar products rather than dissimilar products, where you have a roof with you know different underlayment, different starter, different shingles, the same ridge cap, and you might end up with six different warranties on that roof. Where if you go with a contractor uh, like all around where we're installing certified. Uh, installations, you're getting warranties that have all the same products. You're getting Owens Corning Ridge Cap, Owens Corning Underlayment, and Owens Corning uh, Ice and Water. The uh, the list goes on. So when you can get things like that, you have one warranty that can cover the full blanket
1: of the roof as opposed to four or five different warranties kind of pieced together. So, Bill, let me ask you kind of a broad general question, but do you see a lot of problems because of warranty issues with homeowners and contractors, um, is, is that a, a, a large part of, of what you see out there?
2: Uh, it, it's not actually a large part of what we see out there. I think most of the work that's done is done quite well by the contractors that are out there. There's a lot of good skill that's being used. Um, where we run into and, and see issues most often actually is in window installations, mm-hmm. um, door installations, um, far more than we see problems in roofing and, or siding installations. And and the big reason there, of course, is that you've got a hole in the side of your house. Mm-hmm. And if it's not installed exactly the way that the windows are supposed to be installed, uh, following manufacturer's instructions for flashing and, and, and preparing the space and getting it ready to put the window in, um, you really create a pathway for water from the outside to get into the wall of the home it can't dry out the walls rot out right so we do see a a a lot more issues with warranty claims related to things like that occasionally we'll get them in other scenarios Uh, and and i tend to find more problems i hear an awful lot more um, of problems that homeowners have where they didn't take the time to make sure they were hiring a licensed contractor Mm. Or they thought that it didn't really make that much of a difference hiring a licensed contractor versus an unlicensed contractor. They were looking to save a little money.
1: Yeah, I got this. My buddy Pete and I are going to do this case of beer yep. over the weekend, man. We got this. Windows. Well,
3: what happens sometimes, too, is homeowners will try to recruit uh, the installers that are at the house. We we hear about that every sure. once in a while. It's pretty rare uh, with our company because we take care of our guys that work for us. But that happens, too, right? Yep. And, and maybe that... Con- That sub doesn't really care about the contractor. He'll go ahead and work with the homeowner on something, not pull a permit, not, you know, then...
2: and it's important to keep in mind that the that the warranty in 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 most cases the warranty is only as good as the contractor you hire. It's very true. Yeah. Uh, so if you if you don't hire a good contractor who has the ability to do good quality work, you can have the warranty, but you, you really want that contractor coming back and fixing it, well, or having to find another contractor that's going to come in and fix somebody else's work.
4: What if you have a warranty with a contractor, but the contractor is no
2: longer in business? Uh, it. It, that is typically a problem, and, and you know, shorthand. Typically, what happens is is you end up um, making a claim against the contractor that's not in business, getting a judgment from a court that says that you win, and then if uh, assuming that contractor was a licensed contractor, you try to make a claim against the state's contractor recovery fund hmm. to get some or all of the money back that you need to fix the house.
1: Well, mm-hmm. the the other thing I like to bring up is what about the process for making a claim? I mean, if Cool. If the process itself is so painful, I mean, let's say you hired your friend that really isn't a contractor, you bought the materials yourself and you have just the manufacturer standard warranty there's all these things uh, saying we well, got to register it by this date, you got to have the information in by then you got to have proof of x, y, z, make sure it was done to code, provide a sample, send a sample into this laboratory, wait eighteen weeks for this, that, and the other. Uh, the process could be so painful that you say to yourself, geez, this really just isn't worth it. And um, and that's why, like you said, Bill, it's only as good as your contractor. A lot of times what we like to say, and I'm sure we're not the only ones out there saying it, there's a lot of great contractors out there hopefully doing the same thing, is if you do have a claim, Yes, you have a warranty from the manufacturer. Yes, it's a platinum or an ironclad or a lifetime warranty, and and it's factory-certified installed. But I want your phone call to be to me first. I want you to call all around. I want you to call me, your project consultant. I will come out, check it out first, have a good conversation, and then I will help you initiate the paperwork and the process. That's what a good contractor offers, is helping the homeowner facilitate and making some of those tough phone calls that, quite frankly, people just don't have time to do all that. No, and that's, that's very important, and I think
2: the, the, the most important, Charles, is if you have something you think isn't right – the, the idea is to work with your contractor to figure out if it isn't right, what isn't right about it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and how are we going to go about getting that fixed. And whose and, fault is it? <laughs> it well, it, part of, part of it's that. Yeah. Um, there are an awful lot of contractors I know that uh, find it important, even if they get out and they took, take a look at a problem, that may or may not be a warranty issue, they will try to work with the homeowner to find some way to resolve that issue. Good for contractors sure. are going to try to work with the homeowners to establish. They've got customer service responsibilities, yes. and they want good, happy customers that they can use for referrals. So start with your contractor. I think it's a really good point.
1: Excellent. Folks, we're up against the halftime break. You're going to get your Fox News update and much more right after this. July 14th in the dog days of summer. Yeah, it's sticky out there. Yeah, it's been a warmer summer than normal. I think um, one of my buddies from Ramrod was telling me this morning, he was saying. Team had, Ramrod, that is. Team Ramrod. It's, it's, like, it's our, our dirt road little club thing we got going. Um, it's it's a growing he trend. Said, it's, he a said trend. Said
2: it's, it's funny. You know, there's a, there's a little town we drive by going to the cabin called Nimrod.
1: Nimrod. Yes. Yeah, I've never heard yeah. of Nimrod. It's just a, you know, so I don't know, Ramrod, whatever. <laughs> so he's saying there was, there's already been like 13 days in the 90s, and uh, normally that's like our total for the whole summer. It's kind of followed suit with the winter, right?
3: Winter seems a little bit more harsh than normal. Especially um, in Ramrod. Yes. Yes. And, uh, it's, and Nimrod, too. Well,
2: and, hey, I just want to throw out a... Uh, Sort of a, a can't believe it, and thanks all you guys, the roofers that are up there on top of houses in this sun, heat, yeah. weather, yeah. And, and uh, for for homeowners that don't understand how soft the shingle gets when it gets this hot, man, this, you got some skilled people working out well, there doing what they do. We all bless them, their uh, hearts. Yep, you
1: absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Nick, bet. T- tell Nick just for real quickly. Tell the the listeners about how they kind of work out that schedule when it's that hot and. and yeah well t- so
3: typically this time of year we're starting a little bit earlier when we can generally arriving between six thirty and 7 moving things on the ground that are in the way uh prepping covering stuff and then 7 seven thirty 30 getting the roof torn off getting uh the surface prepped generally then getting it dried in which consists of the any drip edge gutter apron ice and water and felt they're usually then breaking uh taking lunch and just kind of relaxing for a few hours uh, and then by that time, it's usually later in the afternoon you get past that hot part of the day when they'll actually start roofing. So or a roof might only take six hours to do, it might actually be a total of nine or ten hours that they're at the job site with not all that being active time. So try to pick and choose the times in which you're shingling so that you're not getting scuffs, mars, trying to minimize that stuff. Using couch cushions, believe it or not, the insides of that are very popular in roofing. And that keeps you from <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, damaging the shingles where you're putting them on. And in fact, when I lived in Texas, uh, we would actually have a hose on the roof, hosing the shingles off as they were getting laid down after mm-hmm. they were getting nailed really? to cool the roof. Yeah. Wow. And there would be days so hot where you could literally see the steam coming off of it. So Wow. Make sure you wear gloves because you can definitely burn your hands. Sounds like a trade to get
1: into. What do you yeah. think, Ryan? It's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of respect. Yeah, yeah a yeah. lot
4: of respect for, for a lot of hard work. In fact, I was telling our team yesterday there there's a new uh exit um over by um 494 in Bush Lake. They're doing some kind of ramp or something. But um yeah, they've been grinding away. The the crew out there, every day, they're up early, they're grinding away, and I have a lot of respect for that. Good good for them. They're working hard.
1: So before the break, uh, the theme of the show is warranties and kind of uh, what can seem like empty promises when you get guarantees from contractors. Ryan, uh, turning to you and and your team and the real estate topic, let me ask you, is there any kind of common guarantees you're given in real estate by realtors that maybe don't really have value, that, or, or or maybe are there ones that do, either way. Yeah, I mean, when a seller sells a property,
4: they have to provide a seller's disclosure or what's called a seller's disclosure alternative, one of two documents, which is um, you know, essentially my rule of thumb, what I always encourage sellers to do, is disclose anything and everything you know about the home. And if there was an issue, say you had water in the basement, say you had water in the basement, disclose it say what you did to try to fix it sure and then hopefully there's been no problem since okay and so i think from a guarantee standpoint there's really no guarantees um you know from um you know kind of the whole adage of buyer beware mm-hmm. when you close on the property and in fact some sellers include what's called an as is addendum which the attorney bill can tell us that that's just saying look you know th- there's a lot more risk for the buyer signing that regarding disclosure issues, but it's part of the reason people do home inspections. You'll do a good, home, you know, hire a home inspector, um, really look over the disclosure um, just to find out what are you buying because um, unfortunately
1: problems happen. You now, know? How, how yeah. far back does somebody have to, I mean, let's say I've owned my home for 20 years and I had a problem the first couple of years, but we took care of it. and And now we're selling, you know, 18 years later. Do I have to say, hey, that you know, there was a wet year one year I had water come in my basement. We dried it out. I mean, how far back do you have to go?
4: Generally, um, you should disclose everything. Everything that you're aware of with the home, is, if
3: anything, that might sound better, right? If you said 18 years ago I had water, it's never happened since. It
4: then. puts a little to, more confidence in me, the new yeah, buyer. I think
3: anything of that? Yeah, okay. like you're just being Good.
4: honest about it, because again, a lot of people will.
1: Yeah, way to be positive. Well,
3: <laughs> I'm just thinking. I mean, if to me, yeah, if it was something that old, right? right I mean, right. obviously more recent, I might give a little bit more weight, or or I might uh, weigh on my mind a little bit more in my decision. But yeah, it's certainly put it all out there and
4: bill when you say legally i mean
2: you look back if someone knew something 15 years ago they owned it that's a problem the uh the place you generally get in trouble is if you're not being honest and so if you have a disclosure that says i've not had any water problems but but eight years ago 10 years ago two years ago you had a water problem and and you said no but you really had one you had a problem so um uh You know, if when you're going through the disclosure process, uh, disclose everything. Um, You know, it's it's you're not going to get into any trouble disclosing things. You might be concerned, I suppose, that a buyer might get cold feet. Um, I think that's something you work with your agent on and, and present it in the way that that works the as best as it can. Yeah. But yeah, don't hide stuff. Hiding stuff makes people suspicious that you've hit a lot of other things too
1: yeah i i mean it happens all the time things have a way of kind of finding their way out Out? of the closet right and so um you may be in a new home you know that you bought from somebody else it's new to you and you have this particular problem water in the basement you call a contractor and you find out Oh, we've been here before. We helped the Johnsons out four times in the last 10 years. They've had water in their (laughs) basement. Some pump never shuts off. Yeah. yeah. I know this one like the back of my hand. But that happens
3: more
4: often than
1: you would think. I bet. That happens a lot. I had a... um, The response is usually the same. Well, that's never happened before. Actually, in my home now, there's a contractor that did septic work, put in a a septic system or something, redid the septic system something.
4: In Rimrad?
1: In in uh, Ramrod, <laughs> down at the bottom of Rattlesnake Rattlesnake Bottom, just so you know, so we're clear, okay. But at my home, he did some pump or septic work, and I called him out because I had a, a, a drain, something happening with my drain, so I was ha- having him work. And he goes, "Do you know? Do you have by chance the number of the person that sold you this house?" And I said, "No, I, you know, we just closed. We saw him at the closing table. Whatever." He goes. That guy owes me five grand. We did work on this house. I never got paid. I was, I was like, Uh-oh. hey, I was like, hey, man, we, you know, sorry, uh, my title's free and clear. I, uh, we bought title insurance, and we're good to go. Um, so, but let me see if I can get you that phone number. You know, I'm all about people getting paid for what they do. Ryan, let me ask you this is there any guarantee that you can get people forty to fifty thousand dollars more than the average asking price
4: really you can't in good conscience you cannot uh guarantee that uh that you're gonna get someone more money so for lot, their home a lot
1: of that out there right you're hearing a lot more yeah it's there.
4: there's a lot of different sales tactics people use trying to get the phone to ring um and um you know i'm uh from doing this a long time, I have friends at all the companies, and it's, it is a certain level of respect too for those companies and agents that do a really good job. Yep. That, um, you know, it's, it's, um, that kind of guarantee in good
1: conscience. Just can't happen. Right. Um, it's better to be modest about it, I think, and honest and say, hey, there's a lot of things that can happen. But if we take these right steps, we should see um, the best results. You recently uh, just posted, and by the way, congratulations to you and your team. Another strong year of numbers um, last year. T- wow. t- yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, in 2017, uh, most homes sold again. It was 1,700 and some odd. Uh, Thank you, uh, Charles. I mean, I think the next one down was half of that or something close to. Yeah. Um, you a guys, little less than half. Yeah. You guys kind of just uh, kind of dominate.
4: Good. You know, it's a good group of folks. I think um, when you try to do the right thing for clients over time, you provide information, your low sales pitch, pitch you're all about value. I think when you do that and you work hard, have fun in the process, good things happen over time. That's kind of our philosophy—a very low sales pitch. But you know, we've got some really great uh, real estate agents all around the Twin Cities, all areas, price ranges, types of real estate. And you know, we're in the business of goodwill. I always tell people: if you don't have goodwill with a customer, you can have a contract, that it doesn't make any difference. In my opinion, it's yeah. all about building goodwill with people. Because at the end of the day, if you don't have that, Um, in in the real estate business you're you're gonna lose a
1: wise man once told me tom cook from chevrolet of delano by the way (laughs) that people will buy from somebody they like and people don't want to feel dumb Hmm. so yep the like part no that ain't dumb you probably can't teach that you're either likable or you're not a likable person right okay and educate your customers and make sure that they're informed so that way that when they're Writing the check or whatever it is, or signing the deal. Yeah. They, they feel informed. Folks, we're up against a break again. This is the all around home improvement hour, and we'll be right back. This is Primus. Hell of a bass player, this guy. You appreciate good bass guitar. Appreciate some Primus. Isn't that right, Daniel? Thumbs up there. Folks, this is the All Around Home Improvement Hour, and we're live. And so we're going to go ahead and take a call right now from Alex regarding seller disclosure. Alex, thanks for calling the All Around Home Improvement Hour. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Blaine. Oh, Blaine, okay, great. Yeah, lots of storm activity there last year. Tons of contractors flooded your area. So what's going on? How can we help? Well, just uh
0: a few years ago I just purchased this house back in actually uh 2015. And uh upon investigation we have been finding a lot of water been coming in through our third edition, and I live in a bi-level split entry. And right now it's coming in through the sub-basement and my third addition, and it's quite literally flooding the whole thing. Um, after looking at the seller's disclosure, uh, we have noticed that the prior seller never checkmarked yes or no if there was any water problems. And also upon talking with my neighbors, uh, all three of my other neighbors real close to me have said that this particular house has had the same problems since the house has been built. Now I have been trying to call... Uh, my real estate agent to go to arbitration to see if there's some kind of uh, compensation I can receive to repair the problem. But I have not been able to get a hold of him, so I was just kind of curious on what I can do in order to get that process started without him.
4: Yeah, thanks uh, Thanks for your call. I'm really sorry to hear about uh, what uh, has happened. I've had base water in the basement, too. I know it's no fun. Here's what I would say. It's um, um, I would call to uh, to the local office, um And to the broker for that particular agent, and um, reach out to them and and talk to him or her to say that i've worked with your firm and uh, such and such agent and here's here's kind of the issue: Can you help uh, navigate me through the process, whether it is arbitration, whether all the parties agreed to actually arbitrate? or whether someone people didn't agree to arbitrate and then contacting someone like a Bill Geschwind an attorney who can kind of go over legal right. options for you as well but i think if right now if the agent's not calling back that's you know that's um that's what i would recommend is really reaching out to the to the broker or brokers for that company
1: so now but Ryan isn't oh. it going to be tough for Alex to get in touch with i mean normally doesn't a buyer not really have a ton of contact with the seller's agent or the seller's
4: well, so you the the agent, the buyer's agent, is talking a lot to the listing agent. Okay. So part of the buyer's uh, agent's job, if if we're the buyer's agent, is you know you're really keeping in touch with the client over time as well, because problems like this unfortunately do arise. But I think if you if you exert enough pressure and just make some calls, um, you you can you can get a hold of of, of someone at the firm who can uh, who can help out.
1: Alex, what are your thoughts we on that? Noticed on uh, like two
0: years ago. Um, when we had that really bad storm up in Coon Rapids not too long back, um, that we were starting to have that water problem. I did contact him, and he did contact the seller's realtor, and they didn't state anything probably because they wanted to protect themselves. Uh, But ever since, I have not been able to get a hold of them, so I don't know if maybe something happened to them. But I do appreciate that information. I'll have to take that route.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm curious to get Bill's perspective on this. These uh, are—typical
2: lawyer answer, I apologize. These are very typical uh, and and problematic issues, and they they tend to be very complex and complicated. Um, I do think it would be worth uh, sitting down with a real estate attorney, someone who works in this kind of an area, um, uh, dealing with with these kinds of defects and transactional defects. Um, One of the problems that oftentimes uh, comes up in these is that once the closing happens— any duties or obligations that fell underneath the purchase agreement are essentially waived by the buyer that they had their opportunity to do their inspections. They had their opportunity to take a look at what was going on and, and, and that the sale went through that they agreed to do the sale as sort of an acknowledgement that I knew of the things that were going on. And I accepted the house the way it was. I had my due diligence period and it's done. Um, the question that kind of goes back to the disclosure stuff that we talked about the last time, if the seller, um, fraudulently said no i've never had any problems Well, they they
1: didn't in this case they didn't check it right
2: and that's that's where the problem comes because did they know and, right did they know did they fraudulently misreport yes, they it no um well part of the, and, and again Pro- understand understand part of you the challenge is, right part right. of the challenge is that you have to prove it and 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 what a defense attorney for the seller might say is look you you had an opportunity to look at that disclosure you saw that they didn't check yes or no and that might have been something that should have been dug into deeper before the closing happened. Yeah. So um, it is a complicated would it, would it and I, I apologize for, the problem.
0: for me to um, get affidavits signed by my neighbors saying that they have had uh, prior people that have lived there that
2: have had the same problem. Um, again, that would be a, a situation to want you to check with someone else. But my, the first okay. thought that I have is it goes to something called hearsay, which is generally not admissible. So those kinds of affidavits are usually not terribly valuable.
1: So, Alex, we're running short on time, but thank you so much for listening. And if you need uh, to be in touch with any of our um, trusted affiliates, go to allaround.com or send us an email, homeimprovementhour at allaround.com. You, my friend, are a citizen of the All Around Home Improvement hey. Hour. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> way, to, way to sound really excited there, right? Yeah, you know, Charles, I appreciate
4: just yes. a quick uh, quick minute. I, want, I got a couple listings of, of
1: agents with our
4: team that have some properties listed. I wanted to touch on All Around the Twin Cities. David Meyer, REMAX Advantage Plus, has one listed in Cottage Grove, $489,695 open house tomorrow, 1230 to 2. This is a four-bed, three-bath, three-car garage, 3,680 square feet, hardwood floors throughout the house, granite countertops, center island, 10-foot ceilings, a nine-zone irrigation system. Really nice-looking home, 6094 Summit Curve um, is the first one. Uh, Charles, next one is in Farmington, 18543, Egret Way in Farmington, 2799. Lindsay Coy, Remax Advantage Plus, is actually there right now doing an open house. Four bed, Hi, two Lindsay. bath, three-car garage, two thousand square feet. Very nicely updated. It's in a popular neighborhood near parks and schools. Lots of great updates on this one. A new AC unit, new Anderson windows. That was the next one. Jennifer Wurzel has uh, Remax Advantage Plus as an open house tomorrow, Sunday, July 15th, 11 a.m. to 2, 2717 Ensign Avenue North in New Hope, four-bed, three-bath, modified two-story. Great price at three fourteen nine for that one. Um, Julia Trigstad has one as well, Charles. I know I'm moving quick. I want to get through these. Julia Trigstad uh, has one, actually, Apple Valley, 422000 12041 Gantry Lane. It's on a half-acre lot, four-bed, four-bath. Again, 12041 Gantry Lane. And last one, last but not least, Carla Farrell. Uh, wonderful properties out in Norwood, Young America, out near Neck of the Woods, 429 Meadow Lane. Three-bed, two-bath, 2007-built townhomes, 239.9. It's by a local builder called Castle Gate Construction. Uh, it's located in the beautiful Preserve neighborhood, yeah, close to Young, Amer- uh, Young America. Um, really nice looking homes, townhomes. Again, a uh, thousand or eighteen hundred square feet on these, priced at two. 39.9 norwood young america thanks for the time bud i yeah, know i what, went on a what, little bit no
1: it's fine what's the best way for people to plug in uh to get in touch with an agent yeah
4: mn com is how you can find us we're happy to help uh, appreciate the time it's fun being on with bill uh, bill a lot of great knowledge yeah bill
2: well I, I appreciate that ryan and and uh, same goes Great right back at you thank you an awful lot about the market and It's an interesting world out there, isn't it? It is. It is. Hire a good, know someone like a Bill Gashwin. Yes. You need a
4: good attorney on your side. My father was a longtime attorney, but Bill is someone
1: I I know who who gets it done right. Real quick, before we end the show, Bill, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you?
2: Uh, Website, www.mncls.com www.mnsmncls.com or phone is 651-484-4412 651-484-4412 thanks charles appreciate the opportunity thank
1: you charles yeah, no guys thank you so much for being on we love what we do i encourage folks to check out allaround.com a newly expanded website interactive learn your exteriors learn more about what you can put on your house and your options and see a lot of examples folks Thank you so much. Have a great weekend and God bless.